Welcome to Living Scent, a Resonate Church podcast where we talk about what it means to be missional, putting missional back in our missional communities. And we are talking about enjoying grace, embodying love, and engaging culture as we learn how to live scent. It's great to be here. This is actually our uh, third recording of a podcast, Living wow. Scent. It's, I mean, it's just way too much fun, too much happening. Are we already at our third one? We, I, I, <laughs> I think we've recorded a couple of them a couple times, so I, I've lost count now. But uh, hey, we are talking about everything that has to do with Living Scent and how we can be disciples and make disciples who make disciples at Resonate Church. And uh, in the room, we've got Yvonne hey, hey. and Jason. Hello, everybody. Yeah. And today we are talking, what are we talking about today, Yvonne? Today we are talking about this Thursday service relaunch, what y'all need to know. Okay. What y'all need to know. I hope we put that in the description. Like the, that, way, that, the way I say y'all and the way you say y'all is a little different. I have sort of a southern y'all. <laughs> you have sort of uh, Jason, say it. urban uh, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Swedish y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a Castro Valley. Is know. that a Castro Valley? That's a Swedish Castro okay. Valley That's y'all. That's a okay. rednecks from Castro Valley. <laughs> rednecks of Castro Valley coming out. Okay. Uh, I think this is super important because it's a change that's taking place in our church, and it's actually a, a missional opportunity, and it's possible to think about it in a wrong way. So that's why this is like what you need to know. So mm-hmm. we want to equip. We're equipping yep. people with vocabulary and perspective, and this is not rehearsed, so we might actually be equipping each other with some <laughs> some perspective and vocabulary, yeah. right? Well, I think what, what an important thing to start with is actually where Thursday night service came from because my recollect or my understanding as I came to resonate uh, a little more than a year and a half ago was that Thursday night just kind of happened you know so during the pandemic um, that it was decided that Thursday nights would be the recording night and that eventually you know, the door was just kind of left open, like, anybody can show up, you know. So just gradually, yeah, that, people and, snuck into the then, recording. Yeah, and cheating. then so after yeah. you had about 20, 10, 20 people here, it was like, hey, we should probably just have a service, you know. Yeah. But I was talking to you guys, and that was actually not the the story of how Thursday night started. Why, yeah. why don't you share just how Thursday night service started? Yeah, well, it was a, a season where we had just moved into our new building, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Resonate was portable for... A long time and then yes. by the grace of God by grace we we actually end up with this facility and we have the grand opening come on do you remember that day yeah it was pretty amazing and there's like the glow mayor sticks. here and she, yeah glow sticks <laughs> yeah it was like yes forward momentum look what God's doing and then about you know six weeks later here. you yeah the pandemic <laughs> hits <laughs> you have this beautiful building you can't use it though that's the the, the problem so uh, it was awesome, though, that God had that timing just perfectly because we needed a space. If we were going to stream a service, it had we needed a space to do oh, that. And now point. we have a permanent facility. Yeah, because how would that have even... Because thinking about the old office, that would yeah. have been quite an undertaking. Probably impossible, and there's no way in the world we could have done it at American High School. Yeah. So God still knew what he was doing, even though he at does. the time we're like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> we had no, yeah. no clue. Well, and speaking of American High... Back when we were at American High School, for a little bit, we even launched a different service at that point, but it was Sunday nights, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At 5.30, I think. Yeah. And and we did that. That was 100 years ago. It right? was. It was a minute. Yeah. It was 100 years ago. But it was such a cool service. It just mm-hmm. had a different vibe. It was designed 
very intentionally, very mm. missionally focused to reach a different people group. Was it the same sermon? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'd be mm-hmm. like two services, a break, and then 5 p.m. Yeah. yeah. And and we can talk more about that in terms of the Thursday relaunch where I'll throw that back to you, Scott. But with the, the Sunday 5.30 service, mm-hmm. we, we loved it. I mean, it was so cool, but just because of how many resources that it took to, to do that while renting out a space and not having our own um, building, mm-hmm. it just, to sustain it became impossible. But we, so we had to make the hard decision of to no longer do that service, mm. but we kept that in our hearts of, we have to have at some point a service where we can reach a different people group, people who work different hours, people who have sports team, sports stuff going on or, or whatnot. And yeah. yeah, enter Thursday night relaunch. Well, that's even before the pandemic hit, we were talking as leaders of how can we make a space where we can connect with the people that aren't here? Mm. Like not just thinking of the people in the walls, but thinking of the people outside yeah. of the walls of the church. And, sure. and what does that look like? And the idea of a Thursday night service, we, we didn't know it was Thursday night, but we were saying there's there's got to be a way to do something in the middle of the week that will connect with people that aren't here right now, the people that we don't know right now, people that we're not, we're not sharing the gospel with right now. And uh, so that was in the heart of the elders and leaders of the church even before the pandemic. But then when the pandemic hit, all of a sudden we have to record. Right. Thursday was the time, and it started to be the rhythm of the church. And I think at first we didn't allow anyone in. Mm-hmm. And then we said, okay, maybe some staff members can come. And then other people were like, I want to come. Um, but what, when we saw what God was doing, we, we realized this is actually the fulfillment of that dream that he had put in our hearts before. Yeah. And so we said, we, we've got to do this. So let's, let's make this one of our worship services so we can connect with, with different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so it... It has now existed for basically since spring of 2020. Yep. Right. Yeah. And now, uh, you guys have been, who have been coming to our Sunday services, Thursday night services for the past few weeks, have heard of this rebrand, this relaunch Launch thing. Week. Launch week. How Thursday's relaunching, yeah. <laughs> and what all does that mean? Like, I think yeah. we have to let people know what. What's going to be different? If we're calling it a relaunch, mm-hmm. they're not going to just come to the same old thing. Like, yeah, Jason, what do you know of that it's going to be different? Well, I know visually there are things that you'll see happening. So right now there are uh, projects happening in terms of you know paint and signage and things like yeah. that. So when you walk in the door on relaunch Thursday, uh, or when you walk in the door and uh, on that um, on during that week, you'll see things. Things that, uh, you'll see. Uh, signage and lettering that has to do with our mission has to do with uh, where the bathrooms are. Yeah. <laughs> you That's know, super new important. new yeah. logos, new fonts, new you know yeah. things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. There's new paint going down Res Kids hallway. Um, you know, th- you'll see those things. You'll see a uh, taco truck out front. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh huh. And yeah. what's that we- for? <laughs> Why would we have yeah. a taco truck? Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. But but I want to ter- talk about tacos now. <laughs> no, okay, yeah, that's good. Uh, but in terms of things that you'll see, those are I think those are some of the big things you'll when you walk onto campus you'll go okay that's different and mm-hmm. oh by the way and uh, we're obviously speaking about our Fremont campus right yep. for Thursday nights. 
Mm -hmm. uh, but you, so those are things that you'll immediately see. Yeah. But all of them have intention behind them. Scott, what are some of the, the intentions behind some of those things? Yeah, well, first, I think like launch week, in my mind, I think of it as a runner on a track that there's a block that they push off of just mm -hmm. to get a good start, mm -hmm. right? Good. And so what, what's all this hype about launch week? I think it's like that. It's, it's a block for us to push off of. We're, we wanted to continue moving, but uh, hopefully it's, it's like a, a great lap that we get to run. And two, I love that you talk about the Hayward campus. There is vision and dreams and improvements coming to the Hayward yes. campus. And I think even, what a beautiful dream that every campus that would ever take place at Resonate is, in, is innovating and mm -hmm. thinking of new ways to connect with more people in their cities. Mm -hmm. And Thursday night's just one expression of that for, for the Fremont campus, right? Um, yeah, what was the question you asked? What is it? What? Well, there's. Why, why do we have food on Thursdays? Well, you know, all of those things. <laughs> why? I think that's what you said. <laughs> that was part I think, of it. He's fixated on tacos. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> well, week week one, we're gonna have food trucks out there. Yeah. Like we're we're gonna have we're turning the dial up on food, but it's not just because we want to feed people. I I think food is a huge part of community. It's a huge part of relationship. How many times did Jesus use meals? All the time. All the time. <laughs> it's like all the time. And so there's something about acceptance. There's something about belonging. And what would happen if people who were coming to Thursday night felt a sense of belonging, even as they just walk in the door, even mm -hmm. just by coming? Um, and, and when we are experiencing that belonging, too, then it's like easier to invite people we love to come experience the same thing we're experiencing, right? Like we know there's a space for them. So, so food matters. Um, we're also turning up the dial with res kids. Uh, mm -hmm. So that that families can participate in this, and mm. kids can be discipled and res kids that, like that they're hearing the gospel in a way that's going to speak to their hearts. Yes, and so it's like an expansion of what can take place uh, on a on a Thursday night. Right now, Thursday's awesome, uh, but we just really believe there's more, and God God wants to do more. Yeah, and you kind of spoke to it earlier with the the different campuses. So in us thinking about. Fremont campus and Hayward campus, there's going to be some physical changes that will be of benefit to Fremont and Hayward uniquely, which is super cool. And just in the way that each campus's people gather. Mm -hmm. um, and in the Fremont campus, there's going to be this thing hanging from the ceiling. And it's in the lobby. Yes. Okay. That, that's a good. That's a good uh, the remodel. Yeah. It includes signage. Yeah. Yeah. But art, not just yes. signage. Art. Yeah. And so the thing you meant is a beautiful artistic creation. Yeah. yeah. I did mean that. <laughs> um, but I'm not naturally a visual person. Okay, so I'm enough, actually fixated enough. on the words that okay. will be on that. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> and so those words are maybe something that some of you have heard if you've been to a membership class lately and you're starting to hear some of our church leaders say that. Mm. Um, it is these three things of enjoying grace, embodying love, mm -hmm. and engage culture. Yeah. So, Scott, tell, tell us what that's about. Yeah, so this is, uh, this is a part of our mission statement, that we're making disciples who make disciples by mm. enjoying grace embodying love and engaging culture. It's sort of like the how do we make yes. a disciple? And it's it's there and it's it's actually really profound and beautiful thought. We're gonna do podcasts about each of those things. Mm -hmm. Like we have to talk about them in greater depth. So this isn't enough space to do it, but 
but the idea is uh, we want to communicate not just that it's making disciples, but we want to give people a sense of like, well, how do you live that out? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- what does that look like? And uh, each one of those enjoy, embody, and engage, mm-hmm. they're verbs. It's like action. So there's something in what we're doing that's that's action oriented. And um, uh, man, I, I'm tempted to want to try to describe them all. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me ask the question, like, how can you enjoy grace, embody love, or engage culture in a worship service? Like, like if there's a worship service mm. taking place, how, what, what does that look like? What do you think about enjoying grace in a worship service? Well, when I think of enjoying grace, I'm, I think about um, enjoying the realities of what the, the death the, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ has actually purchased mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. So when you think about the fact that we gather every, uh, when we gather together, whether it be a Thursday or a Sunday or in an MC or you know, some dudes who love Jesus who are hanging out on purpose who, or a women's Bible study or, or whatever it is, like that grace is available. That the grace is that that we are unified, that we have a common love uh, for each other, that we can um, uh, we can celebrate the fact that even though we may come from different backgrounds, different families, that there is a bond that brings us together mm-hmm. like nothing else mm-hmm. in the world. Nothing that the world can offer. No, no sports team. No, no, uh, no. Uh, service project club no even 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 bloodlines yeah that actually the blood of Christ mm-hmm. uh, unifies us more than anything mm-hmm. else and and so we enjoy the fact that God has given us new life mm-hmm. through Jesus Christ yeah. that he has called us his sons and daughters through no work of our own but mm-hmm. by his work alone and we celebrate that yeah and we 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 recognize I don't deserve and yet I receive yeah mm-hmm. I receive yeah so it. it's a worship service is like a response to the gospel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I keep thinking about um, like the songs. Like a- as we start like thinking about how much he loves us, then there's like this praise that, that breaks out. And we, we quote C.S. Lewis in almost every single sermon, right? And one of the, one of the C.S. Lewis quotes, um, it, I think it's in our membership class. If anyone went to the membership class, they'd hear this quote because C.S. Lewis is talking about why do we praise something? And the basic gist of the quote is it's because of joy. <laughs> it's like we're <laughs> actually enjoying it. And he uses the example of lovers. He says it's, it's not out of compliment that lovers keep telling one another how beautiful they are, that, that they're not like trying to affirm the other person. It's that they're actually delighting in that person. Mm. And, and that there's something, though, that if you love this person, you're delighting in them. It, the delight isn't complete until you say it out loud. And so there's mm. something so beautiful, like our love for God, his love for us. But then when we're like actually saying it out loud, that it, it can be complete in a way that it can't otherwise. So, um, so maybe singing is a part of enjoying, like the praising him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know this might feel a little bit kind of hokey to some people, but... Uh, I think there's just, I've always found that there's something really unique and remarkable that happens that when I'm with a bunch of other people that have the Holy Spirit living inside of them, meaning that they are people who are receivers of that same grace that I am, it just feels different. Even by, by virtue of that, if I didn't even talk to anybody that day because I just don't feel like Mm -hmm. it, 
I mean, even that is a part of enjoying grace. I still yeah. belong to the body, even when I'm not mm-hmm. coming forth with my effort or the greatest attitude, mm-hmm. or yeah. on the days where I'm super pumped to be yeah. there and yeah. I'm excited mm-hmm. to just run around. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and, you know, the, I mean, the very fact that it's grace, that it's something unearned and um, undeserved. Yeah. I think that's the big key. I think that's, you know, I was just, I was just talking to a friend of mine. He's a pastor at another church, and one of the things that he's wrestling with is a lot of people post-pandemic have, have said to him, what's the point in going to church? Like, I don't, mm. like, can I take a break from church? And, you know, or I'm in a break from church. Mm. And, um, and, you know, I can watch the sermon online, and I can, um, I don't need to be a part of the fellowship. And, and what he is saying to them, and it was, I'm so thankful for him, what he is saying to them is, when you when you look at it that way, when you look at the the gathering of believers as, you know, I don't need that, or that it's an option or whatever, you are actually diminishing the work of grace because the fact that we gather or have anything good, and I love what you said, Yvonne, that was um, uh, just about how, you know, there's something about people who have the Holy Spirit that just, like, changes things. Uh, the fact that uh, the fact that we can only gather by grace and grace alone um, makes me want to gather more. Yeah. And and that I, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to earn a, like and I'm not trying to earn a place with these people. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to impress these people. Yeah. It's by grace alone that mm-hmm. we get to we get to yeah. be together I in think this that's body. Part of the nature is like when you actually feel how God loves you and what like enjoying grace like that, it's like you become thirsty for it. Like we we actually it's it's like being so thirsty and you taste something that you really, really need, you're like, oh my goodness, this is better than I know. And we actually need that kind of reminder week after week after week. And for the first mm-hmm. time, the entire yeah. world felt that thirst at the same time together yeah. because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, so worship services matter, mm-hmm. right? How about embodying love? We hinted at this. Maybe we can talk a little shorter because I want to answer the third one too, yeah. the engaging culture. Oh, for sure, for but sure. embodying love, how does that happen at a worship service? For those of you who knew me when I first came to Resonate, uh-huh. yeah, uh, that I'm was one of those. 2011. Yeah, I was one of the most socially awkward, grumpy people mm. you've ever met. <laughs> Could not really properly socially engage with anyone. I had an index card in my back pocket with questions on it. Okay. And while having conversations, hey. I would pull it out and read questions off of that because like I you just wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what I heard you say <laughs> is that in conversation you would pull out the card and yeah. read the question. Yeah. Correct. Does that yeah. mean that people saw you pull it out and were you, and being you were subtle? looking for a question? Well, one, I've never been subtle. Yeah. Subtle Yvonne is like a oxymoron. Yes, because I didn't know how to really carry on conversations with people except my family. Yeah. Yeah. And and so all to say, I mean, I also naturally hated people. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being honest. We're just, you know, this is being recorded. Yes. Okay. I I have nothing to hide. (laughs) Okay, I love it. Um, And so I became friends with people I would have never Yes. Become friends with. Oh, that's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And they would have never become friends with me Mm because I wasn't trying Mm -hmm. to be around them. You know, and there was just physically no way. And now when I think about through those years, how many people are some of my closest friends in life, they are wildly different from me. And it is because of how we have embodied love to one another, that there is actually a tie that binds, not because we come from 
we have the same political ideologies because we're the same race, because we're the same gender. None, none of that, mm. not the same background, but really because we, it is that bond of kind of going back of we've, we are enjoying grace together, therefore we can love one another well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that is visible on a Sunday, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And, Oh, God would resonate be a place where people walk in and it doesn't feel like clicks, but it feels instead like acceptance Mm -hmm. that there's people who are embodied, they're like living out this, you belong here Mm -hmm. and and we've been wanting you to be here. And think about the people who can never make it on a Sunday morning to church and they're coming on a Thursday night for the very first time. Someone that, because they've never been able to make the Sunday morning time, yeah, they, they can walk through the doors on a Thursday night mm-hmm. and feel that yeah. embodiment of love for yeah. the very first time. And it doesn't feel like leftover service mm-hmm. or right. like mm-hmm. the first run through. Mm-hmm. No, actually, if this vision, when this vision comes true, it's gonna feel like, oh, th- I mean, Thursday has got some awesome food. Everything is so purposeful, mm-hmm. right? Our prayer even is that uh, attendance would triple, not because we want more attendance, but because we want more people to hear the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, and we want Thursday to be like this beautiful place where like, like there might not be another spot on Thursday night where the gospel is said so clearly in our city <laughs> yeah. as that space, like mm-hmm. that environment. So what about the third one, engaging culture? Um, wh- how do you see that on, on a Thursday night or a worship service at all? How does it engage culture? I think the fact that, and this is, I think this is a minor one, but the the fact that we're having a service on Thursday night is us seeking to engage the yeah. culture in a way. I yeah, it's not, like a yeah. Ser- it's a service for the city. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and it's not it's not like checking the box. Okay, did it. Um, yeah, but but you know, there are in in where we live, there are um, there are many people who can't. Uh, mm-hmm. Go to a third to a Sunday morning service yeah. for whatever. Maybe it's work. Maybe their kids have uh, sports or activities or whatever. For a million reasons, people might not be able to. And so, what we're wanting to do, in some ways, is create a create an environment and a space where our city uh, would feel like they can gather. And um, whether it's to check things out, maybe they were invited. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever it is, we want to yeah. create the space for. Are for the people of our city and to uh, create a space for our own people, our own resonators who um, who are walking with someone, they have someone that they're praying for, they work with, or whatever it is, and they say, hey, would you be willing to come on a Thursday night? And Thursday night, just, I think, in hmm. my opinion, I think it just has maybe less of an edge. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, totally. I Anytime I have invited a non-believer to church they've always liked the sound of thursday night better Hmm. because a lot of times you know they're not going to want to commit just upon the here like committing to come to church regularly upon first invitation that that's not going to happen but a lot of times they're thinking through gosh the the people in my life what are they going to think of me when they ask me where where'd you go this morning, and they're like, oh, I I went somewhere on a Sunday morning. And they're so like worried about being ostracized by just wherever they're coming from, but maybe having like anti Jesus or anti church sentiments. And you know, Thursday night is just a little bit more, I don't want to say covert, but kind of. Yeah. It's it's just 
there's there's less barriers mm -hmm. to think about going on a Thursday night because no one's going to assume you're quite going to a church on yeah. a Thursday night. And that's part of launching, too, mm -hmm. is that we want to remove barriers. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's part of the hospitality, food trucks, yeah. res kids, mm -hmm. these things. Yeah, and I think, you know, I mean, the three of us, we, we've grown up in church, and we've grown up around church. Mm -hmm. And so, and for, for many of us who, that's the case, whether we work in a church or not, we forget how hard it is and how terrifying it is to uh, walk into a church for the first time. Yeah. Um, even, even, and I think I actually think we're a very friendly church on Sunday mornings. I think we have some of the best greeters, both in Hayward online and in Fremont, that exist. Yeah. Um, and yet, and yet, it still can be a terrifying experience mm -hmm. because you you can easily go into yeah. that experience thinking, oh, everybody knows each other. Yeah. And nobody knows me. Yeah. And they're gonna they're gonna sniff me out real quick. And there's again, like you said, Iman, there's something about a Thursday night mm -hmm. that just um, relieves some of that tension. And yeah. so why wouldn't we yeah. uh, leverage that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love, as you're talking, I'm thinking of someone's, like just thinking of the journey, mm. like a journey for someone and, and someone who doesn't go to church, someone who doesn't know Jesus. There's, there's like this journey. And um, I, I think cynical minds might go, okay, we just, another church service, how is mm -hmm. that actually mission, attraction versus missional, yeah. right? But I, I think there's, when I think of someone's journey, there's all these steps that they take. Mm -hmm. And so every one of our disciples, every person in every MC, like that they would be praying for someone, mm -hmm. that they'd be listening to someone who doesn't know God, like just building a friendship, sincerely like learning who they are and loving them, having meals with them, eating with them. Mm -hmm. And there's somewhere along that journey where the most loving thing you can do is say, come with, come, come and see this, this kind of community that I'm a part of. Come and be a part. Um, we've been inviting someone to church who's never walked in the doors of Resonate Church. They're not believers. Um, we've been um, really trying to build a relationship with them. And the idea, they, they were going it's to, it's just too far but they did like go and watch online because mm. we invited them. <laughs> and then they're like, maybe we'll come. It was like they saw like a little <laughs> snippet of something, right? Yeah. So that's a shout out to our, our online hosts Ooh. and our, you, you, our online campus because it's like all those little things are steps in their journey, mm -hmm. right? Um, but, but really the ultimate end is like we want to be the ones who are bringing this good news to them, but inviting someone to church can be a part of that, that journey as, mm -hmm. as we go. Um, when I think of engaging culture, too, I have to like just say this story. Uh, some years ago, uh, Ricky and Josiah were uh, part of our church. Mm -hmm. um, they had since gone off to the mission field, mm -hmm. but they were here, and they had brought someone who was a Muslim as a friend to our services. And they were listening because they're sitting next to this person that they love, who they know doesn't know Jesus and doesn't know church language or anything. They were like really feeling like, oh, what's this worship service like? <laughs> through the lens of their friend right. who was from a Muslim background and didn't, had never really been to a Christian church at all. And, and Ricky leaned over to me in the middle of the, like in the service. And she said, Scott, the very same gospel that's being preached from that stage is what I need to hear right now in order to be encouraged. And it is the same message of grace that my friend who I've brought <laughs> need. It's the, it's the same, we don't have to preach a 
evangelism message for people who are far from God and a discipleship message for followers of Jesus. It's like the same gospel is exactly what I need and what they need. And she was just thinking like how joyful she was to be a part of a church where it's really the gospel that we're offering. Like it's really the, the just the, the essence of what is this good news. Um, and so engaging cultures, like, you know, people, when they come there, they're going to, this is the heartbeat of resonating. It's talking about yeah. Jesus. So we've been talking about how this Thursday service relaunch has been missional. Mm-hmm. And we want to just be a pal, inform our people. And, and so what ultimately are we inviting uh, fellow resonators to do? Yeah, my first answer is prayer. Mm. Um, that we would think of it in terms of there, if there's no other worship service on a Thursday night and there are people who can't go to churches on Sunday, that that they would that the Holy Spirit would be at work in them, that there would be some people like my friend that we keep inviting who would go, okay, on Thursday we'll come, yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that that would be, that that would actually be lived out mm-hmm. and that Thursday would become a, a wide open space where some people who haven't they don't know this gospel could walk in and hear it. Mm-hmm. Or people who are just dry, haven't been to church, and are, are like needing to feel uh, uh, the embodying of love. Like they need to feel that, <laughs> that they, they would be like, I can, I can come. So I don't think that's our activity. I think that's the Holy Spirit's activity. Yes. Right. And he told us to pray. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, we got to do it. I think the other thing is, um, to answer your question, Yvonne, is I think I, I would ask people to to tack on to, and then also tack on to what Scott said, is to pray, um, how can I be involved? Yeah. What can I, what yeah. can I do? I love that. God, what would you have me do? Yeah. Maybe you're a disciple at Resonate, and you're not actually engaged in some way, and mm-hmm. God would use you being a part of hospitality on Thursday mm-hmm. night, mm-hmm. that you're actually tangibly showing love to someone, yeah. Yeah. and so a, a few moments of your time could translate yeah. into someone being impacted. Because what we don't want to do is ask I, at least I think, I don't think we want to ask people who are already engaged on Sunday morning hospitality, Sunday morning res kids, Sunday morning greeters, Sunday morning whatever, yeah. and say, would you add another to your, to your list of to-dos? Yeah. But actually engage new people. Engage yeah. people who are, like you said, not already, maybe for whatever reason, are not serving or engaged somewhere else and say, would, and, and to ask God the question, God, would, do you want me to do this? Is yeah. this something that I can step into? And God, would you, uh, would you prepare me for this this ministry? Yeah, uh, I was talking just yesterday to a young man who's discipling some of the teenagers at Resonate, mm-hmm. and he shared how they actually were at um, Valley Fair Mall and got into a spiritual conversation with a stranger, <laughs> and got to share the gospel with a stranger, and one of the teens, it was an Amplify said to their leader after that, they said, I feel more intimate with God than ever before. Wow. Like, I feel like God is so real and God was using us. I can't believe what just happened. And I, I think that joy is actually when we realize God's using us in mm. what he's doing. So, so that's why we don't want just, it's not just the Sunday morning hospitality or greeters or ushers. It's not just Steve Mills tackling people and hugging them on a Sunday morning at, at Fremont campus. It's, it's like that more of us, by having another service, more of us get to actually join God in what he's doing. 
and that's that's how we'll experience joy and like a connection with God. Like, yeah. like he actually wants to use me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in super practical ways, some of you um, who are listening might be like me, and it's hard for me to focus on multiple things at the same time. And so what I really love Thursday night service for is that's I come and that's the service that I really am like deep diving yeah. with mm-hmm. the sermon because I have a lot of uh, serving things that I do on Sunday mornings. Yeah. And so that enables me to really focus on serving on mm, Sundays yeah. and then to, to fellowship mm. between services yes. and Thursdays, I'm all in. I want to enjoy grace. I want to hear about grace yeah. on Thursday nights. It's like the story yeah. of Mary and Martha mm. where Martha's flitting about and she's worried with like preparations for the meal and burdened with serving and Mary sits down at Jesus's feet. And she like lets sets everything aside and she just sits there. (laughs) And Martha's like, Are you gonna ask her to help me? And Jesus says, It's such a beautiful thing. Mary has chosen the better and it will not be taken. He said, Martha, you're worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mm. Mary's chosen the better. And and so you're saying you get to be Mary on Thursday night. Absolutely. You get to just sit and like be with him (laughs) instead of being cumbered about having lots of serving things that are Yeah. 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 And brothers, that's for you too, just because everyone needs a service where they can be like Mary. That's a fact. That's Mm -hmm. a fact. Mm -hmm. Dudes get distracted with serving as much as any lady. (laughs) Just because the object lesson that Jesus was using was on the disciples that were women. Yeah, it's a it's a true discipleship principle for everyone Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah okay um well this has been a great discussion i i am so grateful and i'm like thinking of i believe god will actually answer the prayers and maybe uh, what if our mcs what if all of our mcs were actually praying for Mm -hmm. what would take place on thursday nights that that it's it's like it's not that we we did something or we had a launch week it's that god's people prayed yeah that's the win yeah Absolutely. Okay. Next week, we're going to continue the discussion. Uh, We have a special guest coming in. It's going to be a great conversation about what it it means to have someone who's a one, to be for the one. Mm -hmm. How Jesus left the 99 and went for the one. It's a great conversation. So, looking forward to that. Uh, Can't wait to talk with you and uh, share it with you next week. All right. For now, have a great one. Have a good one. See ya.